0: you know every friday uh thanks to our friends at local environmental services uh, you can check them out online at localenvironmental.ca. we give you a chance to blow off a little steam to get whatever you need off your chest off your chest uh, it's a tradition that we call trash talk. this one from wade who sent me an email Earlier this week, after my conversation with Alberta Premier Danielle Smith on Tuesday, the Premier released a two-and-a-half minute clip of our interaction. We're talking about trains from downtowns to airports and vice versa in and Calgary and Edmonton. Well, Wade saw it and he says, Jesperson, I deeply respect you as a political bulldozer without partisanship. However, you talk some strong shit about the Premier on your podcast, but you're way too soft on her during live interviews. Every Q&A with you and her, you let her dance around answers and deceive you and your followers and you refuse to press her on such incidents. Put your personal relationship with her aside. Don't be afraid of being blocked on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook by her or her team. I made a mild criticism, nothing extreme. No F, no B, no C was ever used in any commercial that I've ever sent her way, yet surprise of surprises, I have been blocked by Danielle Smith on all social media platforms. Show some integrity Ryan and be willing to be blocked like the rest of us with utmost respect that from Wade. Hey Wade, I love it. And how about this one from Rod who says, so Daniel Smith and the UCP want to reduce red tape. Can regulatory oversight be reduced any further when it comes to the Alberta Energy Regulator and the Fort McMurray tailings ponds? Talking about a bullshit euphemism. Try toxic industrial fluids and solid waste treatment limbo. It's the lack of regulatory oversight that's seen Fort McMurray tailings fluids and solid waste volumes increase every year for 55 years to over 1.4 trillion liters. 129 square kilometers of toxic fluid tailings closer to 350 square kilometers when the actual earthen berms are included. Rod knows what he's talking about. Says in Quebec, a mine can't even start production until the proponent provides a bond for the full cost of reclamation up front. In Alberta, not only are cleanup bonds woefully inadequate, tailings cleanup measures have never been determined. They don't know how they were going to clean up this fucking mess when they started 55 years ago, and they still don't fucking know. This truly is a situation of tailings limbo, and there's going to be hell to pay if adequate, comprehensive treatment measures are not determined soon. Indeed, it all already looks like a bit of hell at Imperial Esso's Curl Lake tailings ponds, where an apparent breach was left unmitigated and unreported for over nine months. We just talked about that with our lead-off guest this morning, until recent revelations. This truly is a situation of environmental racism, given that most of the folks directly affected downstream by these poisonous leaks are indigenous. For... 50 years, the Alberta public has been assured that the best available tech would be used to deal with this problem. Hundreds of millions of dollars in research, written off into corporate unicorn dreams to find a magical bullet that clearly does not exist. This has been a bullshit corporate delay tactic to avoid responsibility. Though a magic bullet doesn't exist, there are tried and effective measures desalination plants. Using public domain technology of distillation could be used to at least treat enough water so that no more water from the Athabasca River needs to be used and the fluid tailings volume can stop increasing and start to reduce. Desalination plants could be powered with solar and wind energy with industrial co-generation. It's time to shit or get off the pot. That from Rod. Dropping truth bombs across the board. You can be featured on a future trash talk by sending us an email to talk at ryanjesperson.com proudly presented by our friends at local environmental services